0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.
1: I'm Martin Strong. Welcome to Vancouver Consumer. In a moment, we'll talk real estate in the Lower Mainland. Inflation, rising interest rates, even American elections. How will that affect the market in 2023? We're going to look in John Carlson's crystal ball. John Carlson, you know him as Johnny Smart Point. We'll get some insight into what we can expect in 2023 from the lower mainland real estate market. That's coming up. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. As we observed Remembrance Day yesterday and saluted those who have fought for Canada, a disturbing statistic also came into focus. It shows that more than 23,000 Canadian veterans are now waiting to have their disability claims processed. The federal government says it has hired hundreds of new temporary staff to help process the backlog, but the Royal Canadian Legion says it's time for the government to adopt a new approach that makes sure those who served aren't left out in the cold. Federal health officials are concerned about shortages of children's painkillers that have left pharmacy and other store shelves bare. They say supplies are increasing rapidly, but just not rapidly enough to meet an expected winter surge in demand. Health Canada issued an advisory last month warning that children's ibuprofen and acetaminophen were in short supply due to all the unprecedented demand. Elon Musk is seeking to reassure big companies that advertise on Twitter that his chaotic takeover of the social media platform is not going to hurt their brands. He acknowledged that some quote, dumb things might have happened on the way to creating a better, safer user experience on Twitter. The latest erratic move on the minds of major advertisers was Musk's decision to abolish a new official label on high-profile Twitter accounts just hours after he introduced it. Twitter began adding the gray labels to some prominent accounts, including brands like Coca-Cola, Nike, and Apple. A few hours later, the labels just kind of disappeared. Meantime, Meta, The parent company of Facebook announced it was laying off about 13% of its workforce. CEO Mark Zuckerberg says in a letter to employees that the 11,000 layoffs are necessary as meta platforms contend with dropping revenues. The letter didn't include specifics about where the layoffs would be, and the company didn't provide specifics when they were asked about the number of Canadian employees who will be affected by the move. And this is cool if you're a collector or investor in collectible coins. A history enthusiast in Newfoundland has discovered what may be the oldest known English coin ever found in Canada. Provincial archaeologist Jamie Brake says he knew he was looking at something very, very special when Edward Hines sent him photos of a gold coin that he had found this past summer. The 600-year-old coin predates the first documented European contact with North America since the Vikings. But how, when, and why the coin wound up on the island of Newfoundland is still a mystery. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and coming up, we're going to talk real estate with John Carlson of 2% Realty. You know him as johnnysmartpoint.com. We're going to look into his crystal ball and he will uh, tell us what he sees in store for us here in the Lower Mainland when it comes to real estate in 2023. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW right after this.
0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.
1: Welcome back. It is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong and let's talk about everybody's favorite party conversation real estate in the Lower Mainland with the man you know as Johnny Smartpoint. He's our resident expert uh, in real estate. Uh, you can find him online at johnnysmartpoint.com. That's two N's in Johnny, johnnysmartpoint.com. He's with 2% Realtor. Uh, you can also email him at john at com. Give him a call 604-612-0080. Hello, John. How are you?
2: I'm doing great, Martin. Thanks. It's good to be back again.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's hard to believe that uh, we're in, you know, November, kind of getting close to mid-November and uh, things are starting, you know, we're starting to look ahead to 2023. And uh, and I guess I'll, I'll make the announcement that you have just uh, agreed to be our expert on CKNW in real estate for another year. So you will be on Vancouver Consumer in 2023 quite a bit. So congratulations on that. And thank you.
2: Yeah, thanks, Martin. You know, it's, I, I have to say that, um, you know, it's roughly every two weeks you and I meet and we, you know, we talk about the local real estate market and, and uh, you know, the trends and what's happening. And maybe today we can talk about what might be coming in the future but i have to say that it's it's really one of the highlights of my week you know to, to just be on here with you and and, and the listeners and I, I really enjoy this program so it's you know i'm very happy that i'll be back again next year you'll hear from me you know we'll meet again every maybe couple of weeks or so roughly throughout the year and uh, again we'll just continue on what we've been doing so i've had a lot of fun and i want to thank you and the listeners thanks very much
1: yeah and, and I really appreciate your, your insight. I mean, you are a realtor who has been in the Lower Mainland for, you know, m- you know 25 plus years. You know this market. And, and the thing about you is you're not just in one little pocket of the Lower Mainland. You have listings everywhere from Kitsilino to the Valley. And uh, so you know this area. And, uh, and like I say, if, if people are looking to find somebody to help them uh sell a property or or buy a property uh Johnny Smartpoint is the person to call go to johnnysmartpoint.com and i want to talk about 2023 and your outlook for the year to come because there's a lot of questions in the real estate market and uh uh but one thing first i want to talk about you know we always have your customers on your clients the people you have helped and we have them on the radio and uh, they always tend to say the same things. They're very happy with you. They're happy because you listened to them and you made it kind of a painless process. And, uh, and, uh, and I hope that uh, in 2023, we'll hear more from your customers because I think they really uh, uh, speak to you as a realtor. And, uh, I, and I hope we're planning to have more of your customers on the air.
2: You know, it's funny you say that because, uh, again, this will be the last time this year that you and I meet, as, as you know. Um, in December, I'll still be working, of course, um, and, uh, you know, doing deals. And the real estate market carries on, but I won't be on the program. But again, back in January. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I had a, a conversation. Somebody called me who listens to the program. And uh, I, I've actually yet to meet him. Um, we're going to make a time, I think, soon where I'm going to come and take a look at his home and talk about the process but he said something I thought was interesting. He said, uh, as we were discussing things on the phone, he said to me, you know, and I've, I've listened for quite a while and I've heard a number of your of your clients um, give their testimonials on the radio, as, assuming they're actually your clients. And I, I thought that's kind of funny that, you know, someone might think that, that they're plants or something. But, yes, I can assure, you know, everybody that uh, the people that, that that do come on the program and talk about working with me are, are people that I've actually worked with and they're, they're all real testimonials. So I thought that might be a, a funny point. And and, you know, you also mentioned just a minute ago, if I can backtrack, you know that that I work all over the place. And as a realtor in this area for 26, I think going on 27 years now. um, You know, I've you know I'm pretty familiar with all the Greater Vancouver and the Fraser Valley, growing up here. And when I started the real estate business in 1996, I I was pretty much Maple Ridge and Pitt Meadows because that's you know where I went to high school and where I lived and. Uh, over the years, you know, I found myself branching out all over the place in terms of areas where, you know, if, if I can do a job well and people want to hire me, then I'm there. And uh, so it, it is kind of nice to be able to, um, you know, compare. Sometimes you get a big picture. You know, like for instance, the market's been changing, as we know, and some areas, like the 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 Fraser Valley outer areas, Mission, Maple Ridge areas of Surrey, they've they've adjusted a little bit more than say the core areas of Vancouver. Uh, and so it's kind of important to have a perspective, you know, of all these areas. And oftentimes I find my sellers will maybe downsize. They might sell a house in Burnaby and and buy a townhouse in Coquitlam or, uh, you know, so, so to have a, a feel on these areas is, is I think it's an advantage for me. So it's something that I really enjoy working in these areas. And and I also think it might be worthwhile for me to mention to the listeners that I have a lot of age. Uh, I'm sorry, a lot of clients who move out of the area. And, and having been in the business a long time and worked with a number of agents, I do know a lot of good experienced agents, Vancouver Island, up north of BC, you know, even out of the province. So sometimes, um, you know, if you're looking for an agent out of this area, I can oftentimes, you know, give you a good recommendation. Sometimes it's my client that's moved and I need to set him or her up with, uh, you know, somebody in a different town. And it's nice to have those contacts. And other times people just call me and say, hey, John, do you work in you know, Victorian. I'll say, well, no, it's a little too far for me. I don't know the market there, but I do know some good agents there. So that invitation's always open as well. If you're looking for a good agent in an area that I don't service, chances are, I can help you there. So I just wanted to backtrack on that. That was a good point.
1: We're talking to John Carlson, uh, Johnny Smartpoint. And if you would like to get a hold of him, the best best ways to go online, johnnysmartpoint.com. But he's uh, also got a phone and he likes to talk on the phone, 604-612-0080 or an email john at johnnysmartpoint.com. And as we were saying, uh, you will be with us uh, in 2023 as well, which is uh, great news. And uh, let's talk about 2023. I mean, it's not too early to talk about the new year. It's coming up fast. And we're in such a time of uh, upheaval in the real estate market. We went through this crazy COVID period where the market just, just, exploded and there was such a froth and things have kind of cooled off. And the big question is, is it going to cool off more or is, is real estate in the lower mainland going to hang on? Uh, cause there are a lot of factors. So I guess I'll just, I'll just throw it to you. 2023. What are the big factors? What will we see in the lower mainland real estate market?
2: Well, let's, let's talk about that because I think that's what's on everybody's mind. Um, people are wondering. We know what the past has done and uh, we're somewhat familiar what's going on in the present and the future where, you know, everybody's kind of guessing at what might happen and I've got my own thoughts. So right off the bat, I'll, maybe I'll, since we're going to be peering into the future, I think it's important for me to tell the listeners that, uh, you know, I, I don't make, I don't decide what's going to happen, obviously. Um, I don't even know for sure what's going to happen. There's a lot of, uh, let's call them big forces out there, you know, political, um, economic, uh, that, that are hard to predict. Um, and again, if if everybody had a perfect crystal ball, we'd all be making perfect decisions, I guess. But based on my experience, I'm just going to go out on a limb, admittedly, go out on a limb and give you my thoughts about where we're at and where we're heading. Uh, so again, you can't bank on anything I say here. There's no certainties But uh, I'm happy to, you know, on this, the last show I'll be on this year, let's talk about what's coming next year. And I think if we're going to do that, we need to first start out with, uh, you know, where we're here's where I think we're at right now. If you ask me, we just came off quite a party, as everybody knows, record (laughs) prices, record activity. And I think that now we're in kind of the adjustment period between what has happened in the past and the new normal that's coming. Um, so anytime there's changes in the real estate market, let's talk about the first one, interest rates. Um, there's an adjusting, a bit of an adjustment period. So in the peak of the market here, not that long ago, we were looking at, uh, it, you know, if you walk into a bank with good credit, you'd look at an A lender, you know, one of the big banks and you'd look at a five-year fixed mortgage rate. There were, I had clients, you know, 1.69, uh, you know, stuff really, really low historic interest rates. Well, today you go into that same bank, and, uh, you know, you're looking at paying probably 6% a little bit more, and there's even a buffer zone built in there for qualification purposes and stuff. So the result is, it's not as easy to get money. You, you don't get as much money right. when you go into the bank, even with good credit and good income, because the cost to borrow, it's higher. And banks are more cautious in terms of lending, and they're building in a buffer zone because they know the market is, is uh, kind of uh, uh, dropping in terms of value. So uh, the way i see it right now and again we talked about this the last week uh, i was on is if you look at the lower prices in some of these areas that have adjusted and you take into account the cost to finance and you're maybe taking an 80 percent mortgage and putting 20 percent down it's more expensive to buy pretty much universally any property at today's rates than it is than it was in the peak of the market so the way i see where we're at right now is we're in a little bit of a of a changing holding pattern, uh, waiting for the new normal to stabilize. And if you look at the number of sales in any segment of the market, they're roughly 50% of what they were, um, back when, you know, the peak was happening. So there's just not as many buyers out there because the appetite to buy and the ability to spend money is, is a little bit less. So, uh, just quickly, if I'm looking into the future, um, I'm seeing, you know, new interest rate levels, People are going to get used to that. It's going to become the new normal, and we're going to have buyers returning to the market with uh, different expectations and different capabilities. And we're going to kind of pick off and uh, pick back up in the spring uh, with a new set of expectations, a new set of uh, abilities on buyers. But you know, let's face it: real estate in Greater Vancouver and the Fraser Valley never dies. It may slow down a little bit here and there, but people get back to uh, back to their lives and and moving.
1: Right. And, and I guess, you know, like you say, the new normal, people get used to it. And and I think it was very artificial for all these years of these really low interest rates. And people got used to it. And you get used to money being so cheap. And it's a bit of a shock when when the interest rates rise, especially when they rise so dramatically. But Historically, they're not that different from the norms. It, it's, it's actually quite normal to have interest rates in the you know six percent range. So, so I, so basically, you're saying that people are just going to get used to that, and it's going to become the new normal.
2: Well, that that's part of it. Yes, I think as reality sets in. And uh, buyers are going to get used to it and they have to because if they want to buy a place and they need financing, they're going to go into the bank and they're going to be shown what the terms are. And it's kind of a take it or leave it situation. I think that the people who really have to get used to it are the sellers who may still remember, you know, when buyers could borrow a lot more money a lot easier. And that was really fueling the market. So buyers and sellers are going to in in this coming year, in the spring, we're going to settle into a new normal. Um, the other thing that I think is going to happen, we might talk about at the second segment of the show, is mm-hmm. that the inventory is likely to grow in the spring, where we haven't really seen a big influx of new inventory and supply and demand balances have stayed relatively stable. That's something that right. could also change in the spring.
1: Well, let's talk about that when we come back. Uh, we're talking to John Carlson. You know him as Johnny Smart Points. You can find him online at johnnysmartpoint.com. It's two ends in Johnny. Uh, 604-612-0080 is the number. And john at johnnysmartpoint.com is John's email address. And uh, John has just uh, agreed to be our expert on Vancouver Consumer for another year on CKNW in 2023. So you're going to hear him a lot. And uh, because of that, we're kind of uh, looking into the future, kind of a crystal ball thing. And we talked about interest rates and how interest rates uh, are really going to affect things um, in 2023. And when we come back, we'll talk about uh, things like inventory. We'll also talk about some of your listings. You have some pretty interesting uh, new listings uh, to kind of give you an idea of what's out there and uh, what your money will buy you in the real estate market. And we'll have more with Johnny Smartpoint, John Carlson, when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this.
0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.
1: Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong and on Vancouver Consumer this afternoon, we're talking real estate with John Carlson. Johnny Smart Point is uh, the handle you know him by. You can find him online. JohnnySmartpoint.com. Uh, John at johnnysmartpoint.com is the email address and 604-612-0080 is the phone number. And uh, John has uh, agreed to uh, to be our expert for another year in 2023. So this is our, our final uh, show with John of the year. So we're kind of looking ahead to 2023. And uh, before the break, we talked about, uh, you, you mentioned the main thing that you think will drive this market and affect this market are interest rates. And uh, and that's a question that I have, because I remember before I was in a position to buy a house when I was young, I remember interest rates were like 12, 13%. And it and, and that was, cons- I don't know if it was considered normal, but it was a fact of life that, that people had to deal with. And I, I can't imagine you know, getting a mortgage at 12% or something. Um, And what are you hearing? You talk to a lot of mortgage brokers and you, you're in this world. Um, Do you think that the, these uh, rates that we have now are going to stick around for a really long time? Are they going to go down or do you think they'll continue to go up? I obviously it's, it's anybody's guess, but what's, what's your thinking about the future of interest rates?
2: Well, since we're forecasting, you know, into the future, um, we might as well look at this because this is one of the biggest uh, influences in terms of what happens in the local real estate market is interest rates. And Mm -hmm. uh, let's start by saying that uh, the rise of rates, I mean, you, you hit it right on the head, like 6%. Is that really, that's pretty normal. If you look at say 10, 20 year averages, it's not a high interest rate. But on the other hand, what we're, you know, property prices in Greater Vancouver and the Fraser Valley, the Lower Mainland. Back when rates were six percent the last time, they were an awful lot lower. So we've had uh, a a pretty fast rise. Like there's been, you know, snap, 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 three, four interest rate hikes, and it's been pretty rapid. Um, the The people I'm talking to, and and here's my feeling on it. Again, we're we're just you know spitballing on what we think is what it's looking like. But sure. the people I'm talking to here. Um, I meet with mortgage brokers all the time, whether it's with my clients or, you know, I had a nice breakfast meeting just last week with a with a good experienced broker as well. And, you know, the feeling I'm getting is that, again, the new normal interest rates are going to be in that six percent range. And I think that they'll probably hold for a little while. Uh, The consensus that I'm getting from people who really have their, you know, their eyes and ears on this topic on a daily basis, the mortgage brokers and financial advisors I've been I've met with. Basically I've said, you know, John, people might want to brace for about a two or three year period of time where the new normal is, Hey, interest rates are now more traditionally average. They're not low. You know, obviously the bank of Canada has a job to do. It's a tight walk. It's a tightrope walk. On the one hand, they need to curb inflation, but on the other hand, they can't drive rates up so high that they have a bunch of defaults to deal with. And that's one nice thing about, you know, greater Vancouver area is that we haven't had times in the past where people are defaulting on their mortgages and, and, you know, uh, the foreclosures become a, a big problem because that that becomes an issue where, you know, that's something we don't want to get into. So, you know, I think that if you if you want to look into the into the future, I had a couple mortgage brokers mention to me that, you know, if somebody's buying a place or they're refinancing, maybe they might actually want to go variable for or or do a, a two year term and maybe not do a five year term because there seems to be some sort of hope or expectations that after a couple of years of this, we may see interest rates come back down closer to where they have been so again all bets are off don't hang your hat on anything i'm saying here but if you ask me i think we're getting close to the top where interest rates will will likely go in terms of the bank of canada and if that's the right. case we are going to settle into a new time where prices won't be uh, the high water mark what they were six months ago but we should have a nice uh, stable real estate market where everybody's you know got the proper expectations
1: John Carlson is our guest on Vancouver Consumer. Johnny Smart Point. You can find him online, johnnysmartpoint.com. And uh, we're kind of looking ahead to 2023. And number one, uh, well, I don't know if it's concern, but factor, as John pointed out, is interest rates. It's definitely changed the game because they were so low before and now they're high. And um, that's a big part of the puzzle. And the other part of the puzzle that, that has really affected uh, Vancouver Lower Mainland Real Estate is inventory, the amount of properties that are out there to buy. And it was a huge problem during COVID when the market was frothy and just selling like crazy. Prices were in the stratosphere. There just wasn't enough stuff to buy. And it seems to me that That uh, inventory will always be a bit of a problem for the lower mainland because we have so many people moving to this area. There's uh, a lot of immigration. There's people who want to live here. So it's not like inventory is, I I don't think, but you're the expert. I'll I'll leave it to you. But how is inventory, how is uh, availability and supply of properties to buy? How is that going to affect the market in 2023?
2: And that's a great question that's the other thing i would actually combine it I, I would say inventory is the big part of it but supply and demand um because right. um you know you you mentioned about immigration which has been a big factor in fueling the demand for real estate in greater vancouver and the fraser valley and well let's there's political influences too so the federal government now has banned foreign buyers for two years um, will that last? We're going to wait and see. I mean, it seems like a tap that you can turn on and off pretty quickly if you need to or if you want to. Uh, we also have the, uh, the you know, the, the the holding period, the rescission period. So there, there are political decisions that are going into this market as well. But back to the supply and demand thing, I think that one of the reasons the market has remained relatively buoyant in the face of these very rapid changes to interest rates and, and consumer confidence is the fact that you know, a lot of people, the sales are down 50%, they're half of what they were uh, back when there was a supply problem. But I would suspect that, and, and one day, you know what, Martin, we'll be there again. It won't be, you know, we'll probably still be talking a couple of years from now where we'll say, hey, suddenly there's no supply again and, and prices are starting to push up. And that's the way the market, the cycles of the market work. But uh, I think in the near term, if we're talking about the next 12 months, what I think will likely happen is, um a lot of the sellers who kind of put their plans on hold because the market had softened well when the spring comes and the new normal starts to set in and people say, you know, hey, honey, we've got a, a third child, we need a bigger place or, um, you know, uh, we're, we're moving across the country for a great opportunity and we need to sell or there are estate sales or all kinds of other reasons that people really need and want to sell. I think in the spring and the weather comes there's going to be a typical spring market where the listing inventory starts to bloom and i think that come that time if sales are still uh, down compared to typical years we've seen the maybe past five or six years i think we're going to see the inventory start to bloom and the supply and demand issues balance out a little bit more so um, that would probably when you take the uh, the thought of higher interest rates limiting buyers ability to spend money and you also take perhaps a spring market, March, April, May, where a bunch of new listings hit the market and suddenly there's maybe more supply than there is demand, Uh, not a lot, but probably a little, we're probably going to see a continual gradual uh, reduction in terms of prices based from what we see today. So, you know, even though the market's not red hot today, if you take any segment and take an average sale price, I would suspect that come the spring, as time sinks in and sellers realize that buyers can't and won't, go crazy like they used to price wise, I think that we're going to see prices slowly ratchet down and we're going to see a more gradual return to more normalized sale prices. Real estate will not be cheap in greater Vancouver or the Fraser Valley. There's no doubt about that, but we're seeing the edge come off a little bit. Um, And, uh, you know, even though prices are down with interest rates higher, people will be paying similar, uh, you know, amounts of uh, of their their mortgage uh, money. So I think looking again, looking into the future, Yes, I think we're going to see a spring where where the rates are higher, buyers have less money to spend, there's more listings, and that will bring a little bit of stability to the real estate market with lower prices that become the new normal. And uh, I think that that fits in well with the provincial and federal government policy. There's a lot of pressure to bring the market prices under control and make sure everybody can afford housing, and that will play in as well. So uh, a little bit less exciting market perhaps but a little bit um, more accessible market with more choices for buyers. Uh, And if interest rates stay more or less where they are, we're going to see, again, prices come down to meet the affordability range until things balance out again.
1: So uh, I'll call that some cautious optimism from John Carlson. Uh, As uh, the word I always hear when I read articles, I just read something in business in Vancouver about, uh, real estate in, in the Lower Mainland. Normalization. Uh, it's not like the bottom is going to fall out, but uh, normalization seems to be what's happening. And we've been looking um, at the, the future, 2023 with John Carlson, Johnny Smart Smartpoint, com. Uh, you can give him a call 604-612-0080 or write him an email, john at com and two ends in Johnny uh, so like I say we've been looking in the uh, the future 2023 let's let's uh, let's look at the present at the moment and uh, on your website in the few minutes that we have left um, you've got some interesting new listings if people go to johnnysmartpoint.com, they can click on the listings and uh, you've got some interesting new listings and that's kind of good to look at
2: yeah you know go to my website johnny smartpoint j-o-h-n-n-y smartpoint all one word uh here's a new one i've got really great we just started showing it uh, a couple of days ago i wouldn't be surprised if you know it wasn't on the market too long because uh you know even in this slightly slower market the the really good attractive listings are selling fairly quickly this is 3244 adnac and what a great area uh, you know of vancouver close to everything this is nice and quiet this house is clean and, and as a whistle super well cared for. It's two bedrooms up and one or two down uh, with a separate kitchen for a suite. So it's listed at $1,399, so just under $1.4 million and uh, great house with a garage, driveway in the back lane. Go take a look at it. There's pictures there, there's floor plans, all that sort of stuff. Uh, that's a very good new listing. Another one that I think definitely needs a mention is a listing that has been repositioned. And uh, if you're paying attention to the real estate Market, you'll see listings that have come up and maybe uh, been relisted at a at a fresher, better price for the market today. And one of my listings um, is uh, twenty nine oh eight West Eighth Avenue in Kitsilano. Um, family owned house for sixty years on a big fifty foot frontage lot, and this one is two point four nine nine, and uh, that price is reflects a pretty good deal on the market right now, and so. We're getting action on that one and i'm hoping that one is probably not going to last that long either but uh, take a look at that home because it represents some interesting opportunities to be in a an area that's obviously in very high demand and then another listing that i want to mention and here's a symptom of the market a lot of times buyers are not getting financing approval nowadays and uh, i had a a, an offer accepted on a really great condo this one is on uh, 60 richmond street in in uh, in new westminster it's unit number 204 it's uh, $599, and this is 1,100 plus square feet, two beds, two baths, renovated to the nines. It's it's gorgeous, and it's priced really well. Excellent. Uh, that's another one to check
1: so, out. So go to johnnysmartpoint.com, click on the listings. You can also uh, see see what kind of commission John charges, which is traditionally lower than uh, many other uh realtors in the lower mainland and uh go to his website and john uh i want to thank you and uh here's to a great 2023 and uh we will uh, talk to you soon
2: thank you martin i'm always available by phone and email i'm working the rest of the year i just won't be back here until january
1: You will be working hard. You'll be working the phone. So 604-612-0080 is the phone number. John at johnnysmartpoint.com is the email address. And of course, johnnysmartpoint.com is the web address. Just go to johnnysmartpoint.com and it'll tell you everything you need to know. Uh, Thank you, John Carlson. I'm Martin Strong. This is Vancouver Consumer. And coming up, on this Remembrance Day long weekend. It's a look at how Vancouverites celebrated the end of World War I back in 1918, plus the tragic story of the Canadian who died in the battlefield in Europe just two minutes before the shooting would stop. I've got that story when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this.
0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.
1: Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. I hope you're enjoying the long weekend as yesterday we observed Remembrance Day. It's a tradition that was inaugurated in 1919 by King George V to remember the end of the First World War on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918. The armistice was signed actually at 5.45 a.m. on November 11th, but came into effect at 11 a.m. Paris time and marked a victory for the Allies and a defeat for Germany, although not formally a surrender. Sadly, the fighting continued right up until the 11th hour, with more than 2,000, actually it was exactly 2,738 men dying on the last day of the war. And one chilling memory of that final day was the death of Canadian George Price. He was with the 28th Battalion. Price, who was from Nova Scotia, was shot and killed on the battlefield in Belgium just minutes before 11 a.m., the time when the shooting would stop. His battalion had just been ordered to stay and wait, but that's all they were told. Stay put and stay out of danger was the order. The soldiers had no idea that a ceasefire was literally just minutes away, but Price made the decision on his own very bravely, to go on ahead and leave his battalion so he could check the immediate area for enemy soldiers. And that's where he was hit by a sniper's bullet. The German soldiers also didn't know that a ceasefire was just moments away at exactly 11 a.m. George Lawrence Price is believed to be the last Canadian killed in World War I with his time of death listed at 1058. And that just gives you an idea of how deadly and traumatic the First World War was. It's estimated that close to 65,000 Canadians died in the four years of fighting the so-called War to End All Wars. So understandably, the news of the peace agreement here in this country was a cause for celebration. And back in 1918, the news of peace hit Vancouver just before midnight. Many people were wondering what was going on at that late hour. The nine o'clock gun at Stanley Park would fire more than a dozen times. Ships in the harbor were loudly blowing their horns. Vancouverites were pouring out into the streets. The Vancouver Sun reported it in 1918 with two words, Armistice Signed. All night long, the newspapers were flooded with phone calls, with people desperate to make sure it was the truth. There was no Twitter back then, as you can imagine, and not even radio, not even CKNW to confirm the news. And that was yesterday, on this day in 1918, as people here in Vancouver celebrated the end of the war to end all wars. I'm Martin Strong, and this is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And when we come back, it's the consumer news headlines from the past week, including the story of how thousands of UBC grads will finally be able to throw their caps in the air and celebrate post-COVID. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this.
0: The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.